This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. We are now joined by Morgan Thixton from World Vision to talk about the anti-modern slavery legislation. Hi Morgan, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great, thank you. So, what falls under the umbrella of modern slavery? Yep, so modern slavery is an umbrella term and it covers practices such as forced labor, debt bondage, human trafficking, um, the most dangerous and hazardous forms of child labor. And when we are using the term, we're really focused on situations where people are being severely exploited for commercial gain. Mm. Where in the world does modern slavery, slavery predominantly occur? Are there any specific industries that modern slavery happens more frequently? So modern slavery occurs everywhere, um, and we know that a lot of it occurs right here in the Asia-Pacific region. Um, In terms of industries, we know that it is a big issue in um, clothing. So clothing, footwear, textile industry, we also know that it's a huge issue in food, um, particularly in things like chocolate, bananas, cashews, fish. I mean, really, in furniture, it, it occurs in most industries, I would say. How does modern slavery abuse cases present themselves in New Zealand? So in New Zealand, we know that in 2021, there was um, an estimated 8,000 people in conditions of modern slavery. And it usually occurs in our agricultural industries, um, viticulture, construction. We know that it's in hospitality and tourism. Hmm. In terms of um, going into like how it, it looks here, a lot of times it is things where... Um, it's situations where migrant workers will come over and they'll be promised these you know, great salaries, um, great accommodation, and they'll get here and find that a lot of it was lies, that they're actually either very underpaid or not paid, that they're in accommodation that is just terrible. Um, and sometimes they'll, you know, paid, the people that have brought them over will pay their travel. And so then they'll be trapped in what we call debt bondage, where they then have to work off um, their travel costs and because of the really high interest rates that are put on them it's impossible to work off so that's why it's called modern slavery. Mm. With the new legislation there will be the assumption that companies will act to protect their reputations and brand appeal. What does this mean for the thousands of employees currently working under modern slavery conditions? So if I'm understanding your question correctly it's the idea that the legislation will be more like a a tick box exercise Mm. around reputation yeah so actually i mean what we're seeing so modern slavery reporting legislation which is what the government has introduced is really important it's the first step in addressing modern slavery effectively um and we know that companies will now need to assess the risks of modern slavery in their supply chains and um this legislation will require them to become quite educated on the topic so we know that companies who may have never thought about modern slavery risks in their supply chains or where their products are coming from will now have to learn about these risks become educated on the topic probably employ teams or at least um, individuals to dedicate to this issue Um, And so we know that this actually could have really positive trickle down impacts on workers um, because when a company finds out some of these risks, they then will hopefully be moved to take action to address them. However, we know that this legislation um, will need to include due diligence in the future. So we have a reporting law, but what we need is due diligence, whereas um, companies are required to not only assess the risks and report on those in a statement, but also take action to address those risks. And we know that we need both to effectively address slavery. Absolutely.
How can we best ensure that workers are protected from modern slavery conditions? Does the legislation go far enough? So at the current moment, I would say no, it does not go far enough. Um, as mentioned, we really need to have due diligence mm. legislation. Australia and the UK have um, similar legislation to what New Zealand's introducing, Those, though ours will be the strongest because it has penalties for companies that don't comply. Um, but we need to have due diligence because essentially what needs to happen is companies need to take action. So things that they can be can be doing and implementing to actually address slavery or things like a um, worker hotline. So if you have a hotline in a factory where if a worker is experiencing a situation of exploitation, they can report a complaint and that complaint um, can be escalated up to the company if needed. Um, you can have things like social auditing. So people come in, look into the factories They can even anonymously survey the workers and see what the specific risks in that factory are. Um, you can have trainings in factories for how people can identify situations of modern slavery, child labor, forced labor. And then um, the company, once they're taking those actions, that's when they can actually address slavery. So. Mm -hmm. As mentioned, we need both. Um, but reporting is a very strong piece to this and increases transparency. For those businesses that will not meet requirement standards, are, is there some form of financial penalisation or will they be shut down, so to speak, like anything like that? So the government has said that they are able to impose penalties between $10,000 and $200,000. So penalties of around $10,000 would apply if a company doesn't comply with the legislation, so maybe doesn't produce a statement. Um, and then you can have penalties of up to $200,000 for either providing false information or very misleading information. So that's actually the piece that makes our legislation stronger than both UK and Australia, and it really increases accountability for companies. Um, and I think it's I, we're really happy to see that included in the legislation. Why did the New Zealand modern slavery legislation require businesses at more than 20 million annual revenue to report and outline actions taken to address exploitation risks in the operations and supply chains? Yeah, so the threshold that uh, for New Zealand is, as you mentioned, $20 million, and this is actually less than Australia and the UK, so it's really great to see. And the reason that this threshold is $20 million is because we know that New Zealand is made up of around 97% small medium businesses. Um, and so if we didn't include what, what we consider me medium, and medium is that $20 million threshold, um, we would be missing out on a lot of businesses in New Zealand. And so right now, this legislation will apply to around 4,000 New Zealand businesses. Does this legislation hope to impact modern slavery happening physically in New Zealand or more so across supply chains of Kiwi companies? Yeah, so it'll be both. Um, so New Zealand companies will have to report on the risks of modern slavery in their overseas supply chains and modern slavery and worker exploitation in their domestic supply chains. So this legislation is definitely looking to sort of target both overseas and local. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.